Salutations, everybody. This is John Kyle Law coming to you today with episode 23 of the Dark Matter Myth podcast. This one here is called The Revolution Will Not Be Televised, part two. Thanks for tuning in. Years ago, when I first became a parent, when I first became a father, I had a couple of ideas set in mind. And one of the ideas that I had was, I was always going to tell it how it is. I was always going to let him know that he was under attack and by who. I was always going to let him know that we were hated people. I was always going to let him know that he should resort to violence when disrespected. And in short, what I was doing was offering my limited experiences as the foundation for his experience. Now, while having the opportunity to grow into my role as a parent, I definitely didn't take this approach. But others around me have. And what is true about this approach is that taking this route definitely alters the reality for someone and orients their path towards an eventual self-destruction. Such a destruction of the self comes when every individual is forced to come to grips with their initial programming and realize that such a programming is inadequate or at least requires a major update in order to be in alignment with the current shift of what reality presents. While coming to such a junction point often leads to contention and conflict and even war as an extreme, when it comes to the media we consume, when it comes to Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, and reality TV, these same points of contention serve as a great entertainer. They accumulate likes and views and ultimately they generate large streams of revenue. Which brings me back to my original point and that point was the revolution will not be televised. In furtherance of that message to my dear listener I pose a question for you. And that question is What have you been reduced to? While today we live the lives of the richest billionaires of 150 years ago, and we thrive in the greatest comfortability that humans have ever known, in exchange for all of this, we have suffered a great reduction. And while it's easy to blame this reduction on someone else or some other cliche like the powers that be, the truth is that this reduction that I speak about, this emptiness, this yearning, this sense of lacking, this perpetual confusion, this anxiety, all of these things are brought on by no one but ourselves. We allow this great reduction of ourselves by surrendering our power to outside forces. And oftentimes such forces are dealing with such a reduction of their own self 
that they are seeking a fulfillment by consuming parts of you. Nonetheless, what are the catalysts that have taken place that have put us in such a state of reduction? And the answer to that is so easy. It's so easy, yet so difficult to grasp because it's so simplistic. We have to use what we were given. We were given. You know, if we were lucky, we were born with two legs and two arms, ten fingers and ten toes, if we were lucky. Yet, in this day and age, we don't walk anywhere anymore. We gotta drive, right? You can't walk to the store, that's crazy. You can't walk to the park, that's crazy. Someone might see you. You can't pick up that pen and write a page with the hands and fingers that you were given. Someone might read it. You can't plant in your garden. Your hands might get dirty. You can't lift these groceries to the car. This would take two trips. What else were we given? Fresh air and sunshine, but we don't want to go outside because we might get dirty. You know, you might ruin your Jordans. You might feel vulnerable. And even worse, you might get lost, right? But I think ultimately, that's what we should all be trying to do. We should be trying to lose ourselves, to find ourselves. Now, I'm not advocating for you to go out and run a thousand miles or run a marathon or hike up the side of a mountain or write a novel or lose yourself in a wilderness. But what I am saying is to my listener, to whoever you are, it is of the utmost importance that you use your imagination. In your imaginations, be creative, be silly, be funny, be incomplete, be unsure, but ultimately be moving forward. But the imagination isn't limited to works of art or production. But the real truth is that your imagination will serve as the guiding light upon which path your life will follow. If your imagination tells you that you're unworthy and stupid, then your imagination will alter the world in accordance to what you believe in. And this is true for everyone. This is true for those who are seeking power. This is true for those seeking riches. This is true for those seeking peace and this is true for those seeking war. Each one of these individuals will be warped by the power of their own imaginations as their own imaginations perpetually work to intimately shift the reality around them. Whatever you believe about yourself will come to fruition. Whatever you believe about your surroundings will come to fruition. What is also true is that through your imagination, you can change what you believe about yourself at any time. And because of this, your imaginations will work toward your reality in accordance to your new beliefs.
through your imagination as your beliefs greatly differ from what they once were, from what they used to be, reality will need a period of adjustment in order to align with the newest fruits and byproducts of one's own imagination. Shifts of reality like this aren't done overnight and are oftentimes very gradual and take time to occur. However, what we can do and what we should do in order to bring this process along quicker is to understand that our imaginations just aren't an empty voice that lives inside of our head. Our imaginations are in fact a being of its own. And in order to serve this being, in order to serve our imaginations, we have to give it sustenance. We have to feed our imaginations in accordance to what we believe. You can't give a plant water, lock it away in a closet, and come back a week later and expect it to blossom. You can't have a child, feed it once, put it in its crib, come back 18 years later and expect to see a full-fledged adult. Much like these examples, your imagination is a being that requires continual sustenance. We all need to feed our imaginations in accordance to our beliefs. By failing to provide nutrition for the being that is our imaginations, we promote the deconstruction of the reality we could be living in. By promoting such a deconstruction, or rather a destruction, of the potential reality we could have been living in, we find ourselves susceptible to the reality of others, susceptible to the reality of both individuals, groups, and societies that have been feeding the tangible bodies of the imagination, which in turn has warped reality to such an extent that we can be held as a type of prisoner to such a reality. One sentiment I always hear are people talking of how they want to get freedom. People talking of liberty and flouting the principles of independence, and I'm all for that. But the only real liberty, the only real freedom and independence will only come through themselves. Expecting freedom or independence by the means of someone else is almost expecting gravity not to work. It's almost expecting the sun not to shine or light to move forward. Now I don't mean to sound like Kanye West 
when he spoke of slavery being a choice, but without using it as a source of controversy and without a source of contention, without a doubt, that statement is true. So through these times, as we all continue to move forward and we all realize that our programming was one of insufficiency, and because it was so insufficient and inadequate for the basis of reality, overcoming it is such a painful thing to do. Overcoming the fact that we have been reduced as individuals by having no real sense of power and understanding that the solution to having no real sense of power is an easy one and is literally at the fingertips of everyone who is listening today. So this would be a good time to sign off. This is John Law coming to you today with episode 23 of the Dark Matter Myth podcast. The revolution will not be televised, part two. It's such a pleasure to be back. It's such a pleasure to be working again. And it's such a pleasure to be in alignment to the beliefs of my own imagination. So as we continue on, people, you know, um, it is in our best interest to continuously feed our imaginations because our imaginations are a living, breathing being. And that's what I was given, you know, midway through this podcast. And that's what I was hoping to convey to you today. Actually, to be honest, I didn't know what I was going to convey to you today, but it's sort of what I was given. And, you know, we're here. So... Thanks again. Peace and much love.